Live from the Canadian Dutch Voice Studios, it's the Schneeling and Dealing Podcast, which has been cancelled today due to lack of hustle. Oh, God! Son of a bitch must pay. Do it, I'm surrounded by assholes. Why are you the way that you are? Whoa, what? Yeah. Buddy, I don't know who you are, but you're about to get chlamydia. Your host, Phil. With your- Maybe you should go as Rocky dressing as Brand. I don't like it. I got a Maybe... So there's a, some sort of special licensing that you need to ride these handlebars on your back? Robert Stack. Robert Stack. Did he die? No, no, he didn't die. Is he still alive? Alive or dead? Up to <laughs> Robert. And his co-host, Alex. Anything more uh, Pennsylvania hipsterish than going to a fucking food truck festival? Phil, I thought, I thought you were the only mammal that could lay eggs. <laughs> I want to build my own house, too. Chlamydia free. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what are some of the major problems facing the modern-day woman? What? The new stand-up philosopher from Vesuvius. Comicus, you're on. Welcome to Schneeling and Dealing, Episode 6. This is Phil, with Alex, and we're riding solo. No third man in. We were going to have the Michael Lamog Vicario in on this episode, but he had uh, some family issues to take care of, so thoughts and prayers go out to him. But Alex and I are just going to ride, ride, ride alone together on this bike. One of us is going to be driving, the other one's going to be riding in the sidecar. That's right. So something right off the bat that I wanted to talk about, and I know Alex is anxious to talk about it as well. I mean, it's going to make Am us I? feel... Go ahead. You're going to say something? Am I? Am I excited to talk about it? Uh, no. I, yeah, I would say anxious to talk about it. Okay. More so like, I can't believe we have to talk about this, but it has to be brought up because as many people know, if you've been listening to the podcast for the first uh, five episodes here, episode two, there was this weird recording at the end of the episode, the Patels. Preem and Sun Kelp. Uh, I think actually the first one might have just been Preem. And so we talked about it in episode three, and then they showed up. And then they were subsequently banned. But I just kind of wanted to uh, to refresh our, our listening audience on the whole thing. I wanted to play some sound clips. So this is from episode uh, two. This is the original clip that we had heard. <laughs> Sanida, it is Prem. It is Prem Patel. I'm here uh, on my own video. I'm recording in my bathroom. I will not say if I am naked, but I am. We sell many tapes of the brothers that we have self-recorded without their knowledge. Hello, brothers. Uh, last summer, I there was a pool party uh, from old podcasts from the brothers that they used to have. And... uh, I went with a knife and went to stab Alex, and uh, Sun Kelp came in and saved it. Saved Mr. Brother Alex, and now now the brothers love us. They love us so much. It was a uh, stage so the brothers would learn to love us. Coming for you, brothers. We're coming for you. You tried to hide it. Oh, oh, it's my favorite song. So that was the, the first video clip, and... You know, just a lot of weird things in that video clip. Bathing, Absolutely. Bathing of us. 
the idol worship, I think, is is first and foremost. I mean, that's I don't mind it usually, but uh, you know, these guys have time and time again crossing the line. You could say we don't have many lines on this show, not unless Janet or John Janet is on. Yeah, there, there is ever is a line with our podcast. They definitely like to cross it, and it's not really so much. The only thing that really gets me is when they say they're coming for us. Like, what do you mean they're coming for us? Yeah, I'm not sure you what get, that Did means. you hear that in there? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's That's when it's like, like all right, what do you mean you're coming for us? I just don't. Like, are they going to come after us because they want to be us? Like, they're going to tear, tear off our skin and use it as blankets? Like, I don't know what you that just, means. You Does just that, can't tell. Is it a sexual thing, you know? You see, just can't tell with the you. Patels. <laughs> all right. <laughs> It does. You know, are they C-O-M-I-N-G or are they C-U-M-M-I-N-G? Either way, it makes me uncomfortable. It makes me very uncomfortable. So, in episode three, Panthers and something else. Oh, Patels and Pan- Panthers? or Panthers, Bikers, and Babes? Pan- Pan- Panthers and Stalkers is the name of it. That's right. We ended up talking about this and then the Patels showed up. And I just wanted to play some of it for our listening audience. And it uh, ended very well. What's that noise? Uh, do, 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 do. Excuse me? Oh, my God. Who, who's on the uh, line here? Oh. Well, hello, dear. Uh, yeah. Yes. It's so funny that you mentioned my name. Oh, man. I... How are you on the show? <laughs> How are you here? I, I don't understand. I it is me. It is a police. Oh, God, I am here them. as well, brothers. Brothers, we love. I have somehow, I've somehow lost contact with Phil and Matthias, and I'm talking to Prem and Sun Kelp. Guys, what are you doing? What is going on here? Well, you you thought you could get rid of us and <laughs> by canceling your show, but we put ourselves in cryogenic chambers to freeze ourselves to wait until sense. you would re- re-emerge to the podcast realm. We have been following you every single day, watching in our frozen state, and we love you. We love well, you. So well, I appreciate that, but why would you need to freeze yourself? You guys are alive. We did not know how much longer you would be uh, in in the uh, the state of of not doing your show, and we wanted to observe you in a in a catatonic state. Yes, Oof. brothers. Yes, we did. You can't keep interrupting the show and hacking the show. How are you doing this? My and, <laughs> and Russian hackers that we hired. So I stuck my neck out for you guys, and now you're telling me that this whole thing with Bobby was staged? Am I supposed to believe that? We did it, brother, so that you would love us. We knew that you would love us. We just needed an opportunity for you to oh. realize that so much love and, 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 and the lower portion of your body. I see you right now. Oh. I see you at your computer. You're, you can't, my video is turned off. How can you see my video? It is now on. Check it. <laughs> it is on. Me and Sun Kelp orchestrated this whole thing so you would love us. We knew you would love us, brothers. <laughs> I want to get something straight. Okay? Can you guys hear me? Yes, brother. Right. We are not friends, okay? You are not friends of the show. You are not my friend. You have crossed the line. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to... We hung out one time after that incident. We had a great time. Brother Alex, are you saying you're trying to ban us from your show? What is this? What? You keep hacking the what? show illegally with Russia's help. I just, in this, in today's world, that's unacceptable. I can't have that. I have to at least temporarily ban you to figure out what the hell's going on. Prem, uh, did you hear what Brother Alex just told uh, us? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Uh, 
that's what happened in that episode. The Patel showed up, somehow hacked in, and thank God Alex was ready. He had that uh, Russian hacker that you had hired. Yep. Absolutely. To, to try to get rid of him. And here's another thing I also wanted to bring up. They said uh, they got this commercial. They did not pay us for a commercial. They somehow yeah. hacked in. And uh, while I was editing, I don't know if it was while I was editing it or they took it down and edited it in after. I don't know how it fucking works, but uh, they just this magically appear on the episodes. And we thought we had solved this problem. We had banned them. We're like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, we don't have to deal with this ever again. And then... Um, there was something at the end of the Halloween episode part two, which we have not talked about, primarily because we had the girls on last week, Nicole and Sarah. It was a great episode. We didn't want to get into it. You know, we had a lot of, we had Janitor John Janitor on. Great episode. Everyone should listen to it. So we didn't have time to talk about it, but um, I did want to play it right now, and Alex and I will talk about it. Hello, this is Pauline. Young brothers, you thought you could ban us from your show, but you cannot ban us. We are here. Happy Halloween. We come to your house. We're going to come to your house dressed up as you, and we're going to bathe each other. We're going to give each other massages, brothers. Hello, brothers. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> brothers. Let me introduce myself. My name is Kuntep. I am the third brother of our brothers. And I am here to tell you I am also a fan. And I love you, brothers. I was shown one episode of the podcast, and I tell you, I had to bathe myself in the Ganges River to cleanse myself from all the impure thoughts that I had been thinking the whole time. Oh, brothers. We love you so much, brothers. We'd love to come trick-or-treat with you. We could dress up as you, brothers. We could do a twinsie. We would love to trick-or-treat with you. Oh, trick-or-treat, brothers. We can't wait to see Son Kelp and tell him all about our little experience here on the, 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 the television screen. I've never been on TV. Thank you for bringing to America, Prem. Not a problem, cousin, <laughs> brother. I love you. I love you and I love the brothers. There's so much love. We don't have a lot of money, but we will find you. We always know where you are. I see you right now, Alex. You're working. Philip, you are driving. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to tell some cup. Oh, it's so exciting. Anyway, brothers, this is all. We just wanted to say, even though you tried to ban us, we're still here. And we've multiplied. So that is kind of where we stand. We also have some voicemails from them as well, Al, that we received. We, for those people who don't know, we set up this voicemail thing. Uh, you can email us your voicemails, and uh, we'll play them on our commercials. But um, yeah, we go. So I don't even, I don't even know what where we stand, Al, because we tried to we tried to ban these guys. We th- we hired that hacker to try to keep them out, and now somehow they're back in. And now we they've multiplied apparently, Al. Kuntep is we got a new. A new Patel? I don't even know. Yeah, they like gremlins. They are like gremlins. We're I, back. I, uh, I, I just don't. I don't know what. I just don't know what to do. You know. Well, we could hire an agency to um, track them down and get them out of the country. Maybe get in touch with ICE. <laughs> <laughs> I like your minds going. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't know. I just. I just feel like you know. We, we've 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 been try to we try to be nice to these guys originally. Um, they end up trying to stab us in the back, well, literally, you know, and then we ban them and now, now they're hacking in again and, and re- recording messages and they've re- recruiting other, other people to do it as well. And, and, and it's just getting, it's snowballing here. And I think it's just getting maybe, worse and worse. Maybe we can do a little bit of misdirection here and maybe we can get them turned on to a new set of brothers that do their other podcasts. 
So what we need to do is we need to search the internet for another <laughs> podcast of two brothers doing a podcast and see if we can get them to maybe like them more. Yeah. And then we won't have to worry about them ever again. Yeah, maybe. How about that? We could try that. We could try that. Um, I, I think this is something that our um, our listening audience maybe will be able to help us with. I think we should open the phone lines and uh, see if anybody has any advice for us. Yeah, absolutely. We could okay. do that. Okay, cool. Why don't we, um, to get on the Sneeling and Dealing, just call <sighs> 1-800-SNEELING and you can be right on the show. Um, so let's let's give a couple minutes for the phone calls to, uh, to get started here. We're going to go to a commercial break, but when we come back... <sighs> We're going to be hearing from you guys, giving us some advice on this whole Patel situation. Um, you know, if maybe if you had a stalker situation, maybe you can help us. Or if you're a stalker yourself, what would be some things a stalker wouldn't like to hear? You thought we were closed. We were only renovating. The cabaret is back, and we are hotter than ever. Some people say, we're too hot to handle. What's wrong? The wife didn't make dinner? That's okay. Come in on Thursdays and try Lauren's Linguini. She makes it right before she goes on stage, so you know it's fresh, unlike her. Mmm, pasta primavera. Need a break from all that hot football action? It's guaranteed to be a wet field. Come in on Tuesdays and get a load off. Ooh, flag on the play. Looks like this one's gonna need to be reviewed. That's unnecessary roughness. You need to be punished. Aging white chicks aren't your thing? That's okay. Bring all the homies in for Ebony Monday. Be rest assured. We're all colorblind. The town tried to shut us down. The government tried to shut us down. Come on into the cabaret. Don't forget to tip the ladies. Tax-free. And don't worry, our girls are willing to go underground. And don't forget to come into the Champagne Court private dance. $10 to get in, $10 to get out. Cabaret, come on down. Podcast episode five, six, 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 episode six, part one. All right, uh, we have the phone lines open. We're gonna get some calls here. <laughs> I am working the phone lines. We have a couple calls on the line, and we're gonna see uh, what everybody thinks about this whole Patel situation. And right now, I believe I have a guy by the name of Michael, and he wouldn't tell me where he's from on the phone. Uh, Michael, can you hear me? Okay, that's fine. Um, what do you think we should do here?
I'm over this, you know. I'm not, uh, you know. But then you gotta get another price. So my advice to you would be to, uh, yeah, lower the lower the brother then. Get a little, let them have it. Then they'll, uh, they'll back off. Okay, <laughs> so you're an actual stalker, admittingly, that that's probably why you didn't want to know where, know you, what your, your location is. Well, I appreciate you calling. Uh, I wish you would stop stalking people, but I do appreciate the advice. So you're saying we should uh, let them stalk us until the point and uh, just let them catch us? I don't understand. That's what you wanted me to say, though, right? I wanted to say to you. Okay, we have to drop the call. <laughs> All right, well, that didn't go well. No, oh, that wasn't good. Looks like, uh, was that, I, I'm assuming to assume that Patel's hired someone to, to call in there? Is that what, was that what? I don't know what that was. <laughs> All right, uh, dare we take some more calls on this? Or? <laughs> yeah, we have another, we have a couple people on the line here. Okay, cool. Who do we got lined up next? Uh, we have Lenny from Portsmouth. Um, let me get him up here. Who do we got lined up next? Uh, we have Lenny from Portsmouth. Um, let me get him up here. All right, the next call, we got our good friend Lenny from Portsmouth. How you doing, Lenny? Lenny, it's Kenny, motherfucker. I know who it is. Kenny, Kenny from Portsmouth. Remember me? I called in the Halloween episode. Good to see you guys again or talk to you guys again. I've become a big fan of the show. I just think I can help you out a little bit here. Awesome, awesome. So so what do you think we should do? Well, first thing you got to do is you got to set a trap for these clowns. Uh, I had a similar problem, similar situation. And um, basically, you got to catch one of these guys, and you got to waterboard them, and uh, get some information out of them, and uh, see what who's behind this plot. And then, uh, fuck it, dude, you just uh, deal with the consequences as they may. Interesting, interesting. So, um, I don't know if waterboarding is technically legal. I mean, I know it was legal, and I think it was illegal for a little bit. But I think they're bringing it Who gives a shit if it's legal? Who gives a shit if it's legal? If it works, it works. I tell you what, I had a, I have a chicken coop in my backyard, and uh, I had a couple coyotes coming around uh, messing with the chickens, and I'm like, well, i got to get to the bottom of this. So set a trap for one of those coyotes, uh, the leader of the pack, I thought it was. I uh, waterboarded him, got some good information out of him, and, uh, you know, the rest is history. I'm not going to say what happened next, but uh, sometimes you got to circumvent the law to get things done. Interesting, interesting. Well, Kenny, we appreciate... That's the New England way. That's yeah. the New England way, you know what I mean? If you're from New England, you know, you got to do things the right way. I, yeah, I... Live free or die, brother. Live free or die. All right, sounds good. Thank you, Kenny. Appreciate the advice. No problem. All right, see ya. All right, yeah, I I'm, I'm, I don't know what to uh, make of that, Al. I don't know if that, that advice is going to be any good for us. What do you think? I don't know if I want to. He's. I don't know if I want to waterboard anybody, but I mean, he does bring a good point up. I mean, if uh, the authorities aren't going to help us, we got to take matters in our own hands. Vigilante justice, Batman. Batman style. Oof, I don't know about that. I think we should take at least one, one or two more calls on this. All um, right. Um, we have a guy on the line. He's calling himself Robert. Okay, Robert. So um, let's bring him up. Okay. Sounds good. All right, uh, we have Robert on the line. Robert from uh, Wyoming. Robert, how are you? This isn't Robert. This is Bobby. (laughs) Bobby from the Bobby Files. What a surprise. What a surprise, Bob. Is there anything you want to say? No, you called me. Okay, clip two. two. Clip two. No problem, Bobby. I'm on. Yeah, so I guess at some point I'm just going to have to uh, suck it up and apologize to Bobby. As much as it pains me to say, that little that little twerp. Um, I will uh, have a formal apology ready uh, for next week's episode. How about that? Well, uh, what do you have to do to get so You said you were going to apologize. Yes, I... <laughs> you know I did it. You haven't apologized. You don't like it. I don't appreciate it, brother. Well, uh, okay, well, I was going to apologize, and like I said, I had to get my uh, 
my uh, computer working again so I could type out this apology. I was going to read it on air, but, you know, things happened. The Halloween episode happened, and uh, I just wasn't able to get around to it uh, yet. Well, uh, I think you should get around to it right now. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I want to hear it from your mouth. You, you will from my mouth. Okay. I love you. You're a great newscaster, and you know, let's hang out. You're a great newscaster who currently does not have a news program. We 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 have other things going on right now. I don't have time to apologize to you right now. I think you do. No, I don't. Um, we do you have any uh, uh, advice on this Patel situation? Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Bobby. I just want to say. Um, uh, You're sorry. I I am uh, truly truly sorry. I didn't apologize yet. It will be coming. So the, All right. Thank you, Bobby. Uh, maybe we can do some business in the future, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Well, you know what? You apologize. I'm going to tell you how to take care of these, these crazy little Indian guys. Just go and kick their ass, man. We're going to do it together. Just go in with Jeff Lynn. I've done it before. I've heard them behind their ass, man. Bring them on. All right. Well, uh, if it ever comes to that, I know we, uh, we, uh, you have our back, or at least our lower back. I guess I you could say. <laughs> All right. You have, any, you have any piece of news for us before you go? It's been a while. Yes, I have a very important piece of news that just, just came in my news desk. I'll be back in a big way. Okay. That's not really news. Uh, <laughs> we will be talking about the JFK files. Thank you, Bobby. And uh, again, I am truly sorry I didn't apologize. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well. I knew he was going to be calling sooner or later. Um, yeah, uh, and I think he did the right thing there, Al. You know, Bobby's a good guy. Look, he's got our back now with the Patels here. Um, you know, he's a good little kid. Yeah. Is he a kid? I thought he was in his 20s. He is in his 20s, but, you know, he's like a kid brother, you know? Yeah. Well, I think we got enough information. Uh, the phone lines were just uh, full of great advice. I mean, mm -hmm. how? I don't know why we don't uh, open the phone lines more. Um, to be honest with you. <laughs> I have no idea. Good Lord. Um, well, we'll have to deal with these Patels one way or another and um, figure out what we can do to... I, I have a few ideas. Maybe This wasn't the last uh, brainstorming session, wink, wink, that we'll have on this uh, subject, Phil. Maybe we'll talk about it off air. How about that? Absolutely. Sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds pretty good. Um, so he did mention the JFK files there, and I'm uh, wondering, um, wondering what more is going to be released. We're going to go over this here in a second. It's been a long time, years, well, what is it, 40 years in the making of these JFK files that were re recently released? Correct, yeah. And uh, some interesting things, no, no bombshells, but some, uh, some very obscure uh, documents were re released as part of this, and uh, it's been a long time, so uh, we're going to go over this in a second. Couple hours, you know. Hey, man, piss off. Yeah, so it's. <laughs> Are you saying that's what the government has essentially done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you like to think now. Now Donald Trump is the one who has spearheaded this, Phil. I know you're a big fan of Trump. I will not say whether I am or not, but um, 
So he, the, if I get this correctly, every president since the files were um, sealed um, in the archives, or not in the archives, I should probably get my facts straight before I start talking about these things. Wherever the files were in a filing cabinet somewhere in Washington, D.C., were sealed up, I believe, in the 70s. Correct. And they wouldn't be released till what was it, 2000 originally? Well, every president, every president since then has had the opportunity to re, uh, release these files. And they've all said no, but Donald Trump said yes. Uh, he got some late pushback by the intelligence agencies, and um, uh, they didn't want some of them released, so he held back a, uh, a couple hundred files to be reviewed. But he did release a lot of it, and um, anybody that knows us personally or sexually knows that uh, <laughs> being from Massachusetts, you can't go too far to hear about JFK and uh, the legacy he left behind, good or bad. But the biggest thing about it is his assassination, something that has uh, been brought up many times, uh, especially in the 90s. Well, it started in the, uh, after the Warren Commission came out in the 60s uh, about then, all the stuff. The conspiracies really started going with the Warren Commission's uh, yep. uh, I, yeah, conclusion that there was uh, just one lone shooter. And then you get the theory of the grassy knoll and all the jokes that followed and the conspiracies that followed. And then the movie in 1992 that Oliver Stone came out with, JFK, uh, which I am a huge fan of. Uh, I've seen it many times. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. Uh... And so, Phil, first I want to ask you point blank, at this point, at this stage, all you've learned, all you know, before these files came out, where, were you, where do you stand on the assassination? Um, oh, man. It's, uh, I mean, it's like, a, just like the JFK movie says, it's an enigma wrapped in a whatever. I can't remember the exact Can words. you say with any certainty who do you think the shooter was? Uh, no. Okay. No. Um, so you have no conclusion? I have, you have no, I have no do you, idea. There, do you believe it was Oswald? I think he may or may not have had something to do with it. I think he was the obvious one that was blamed for the whole thing. Okay. Like, I, I do believe when he said he was a patsy, I think he really was a patsy. Um, mm-hmm. No, no, it, the, the real question is just like the JFK movie says, the, it's, not, it's not the circumstances, it's who, who was behind it is the most important right. question. You know, who, who had the... Why? Why, the why, yeah. The why is the most important question, and so... A lot of people with the, with the files that have come out, from what I understand, from what I've heard about them so far, I haven't read them all, but I, from what I've heard, there's a lot of um, gangster connections in there. Of course, there's a lot of Soviet connections in there. So, I mean, it, it could have been any of those things. It could have been Cuba with the help of the Soviets. You know, it could have been any number of different people, especially when... I, yeah, I think when you look back at things that happen, when people get assassinated, political figures, famous people... John Lennon. Uh, there's always a question of why. Like, why would somebody do this? And it's something that you can't really comprehend. Yeah. And so that's that question is, and when that question doesn't get answered, and when the guy gets shot uh, just a few days after the assassination, gets killed himself in by police Ruby, in police custody. In police custody. And that question of why never gets answered. The investigation never really was able to develop. And so you're always going to have this lingering question of. Um, what exactly went, what happened here and it's hard for people to accept the fact that one guy can just grab a rifle even in the 60s you got to keep in mind this is yes a long time ago uh, how many years ago now 50 years yeah long something time. like that long time even then the secret service you know technology was at a point where yeah they probably can't uh um surveil things they can 
that they can now with the technology and stuff. But back then, they did have a pretty good network. You'd think they would have been able to stop one guy with a rifle in a building and during a parade. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, then you get so the it's hard to believe that one guy can just get up there uh, with connections to Russia as this new documents released, and we'll go over them here in a second. He did have connections to Russia. He did have uh, communist ties. And so you think this guy would some be on some kind of list? Everybody knows how much of a uh, a hawk Hoover was, J. Edgar Hoover, the FBI director at the time. Especially and for so, uh, Russians and communists and stuff like that. They're, it's big, yeah. it's big in the Red Scare and all that in the 50s, which you got to remember is only, you know, 10 years away from this point, you yeah. know, or less. So. so I'm not sure which news organization I want to go with here um, to read the top highlights. Uh, let's, let's, you, let's read a couple different ones. All right, well, let me do it from uh, CNN, Bill's favorite news station. This is just the highlights from the documents that were released. Okay, so this is kind of all over the place. The first one they highlight is a CIA mafia plot on Castro. Now, uh, anybody that knows the history of this knows that JFK was very uh, in deep on uh, in Cuba, you know, with the Cuban Missile Crisis and the, the Russians uh, hey, using, Cuba, using Cuba to sort of gain leverage on the United States. Uh, the communist coup that happened with Fidel Castro ever since he took over uh, in President Eisenhower's administration there was always plots to try and get rid of Castro and it didn't stop when Kennedy got in and after the Bay of Pigs he had his brother Robert Kennedy set up Operation Mongoose and so some of these things we've already heard about before but here we go, the report said Attorney General Robert Kennedy, the President's brother told the FBI he learned the CIA hired an intermediary to approach Sam Giancana with a proposition of paying $150,000 to hire some gunman to go into Cuba and kill Castro now I've heard about this kind of stuff before but this is interesting because this is a uh, this is an official government document about it um So basically, it's this was kind of from what I'm reading. This isn't Barbara Kennedy doing this. This is the CIA doing their own plot to kind of kill Castro and enlisting the mafia to do it. What do you think about that? Uh, the, well, that, that's one of the all, one of the things is there was all these connections. Well, that's what people speculated about that there was connections between the mob and the CIA, and they were yeah. hiring them to do things. And it was in the JFK movie, and that was one of those things that was like you can't you couldn't really prove it. And now we find out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and this is just one people have always suspect, the... suspected that. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just like Whitey yeah. Bulger. They, the FBI hired him to. This fascinates me because stuff, if you so. look into this stuff, you know, Sam Giancana. Um, I'm not sure is he the mobster from Chicago? I think so. Italian mob, right? Can you I look think... that up? What's his well, name? he was one of the big mobsters at the time. Well, if you if we go back a little ways uh, during the Kennedy uh, election, uh, Chicago was very close, and it's always been. Um, I don't know if it's widely known or, or theorized that the, the Chicago mob helped uh, sway the election in Chicago and Illinois in, uh, in particular to help uh, uh, JFK get elected because uh, I believe it came down to Illinois and one other state, which I'm not – I can't remember. And so when, um, uh, when the Kennedys got in, uh, when Robert Kennedy as the attorney general was going after the mob, that really caused some complications. But this document here is just basically saying that the CIA – reached out to the mob to try and take out Castro uh, officially. And this is interesting here, too, because it says Attorney General Kennedy stated that the CIA should never undertake the use of mafia people again 
without first checking with the Department of Justice because it would be difficult to prosecute such people in the future. So this is all done behind RFK's back. So that's the first thread there. So let's see what else CNN's got. The FBI got a death threat on Oswald the day before his murder. Yep. Very interesting. That was always speculated as well. Mm-hmm. Jedgar Hoover said Jack Ruby no, said no one associated with him and denies having made a telephone call to them. So Ruby denied it was him. Hmm. Interesting. And Hoover went on to say the FBI had evidence of Oswald's guilt and intercepts of Oswald's communications with Cuba and the Soviet Union. See, there's a, there's a Soviet and Cuban connection as well. So he said Hoover was concerned that Oswald was killed because there would be doubt in the public about Oswald's guilt. So it seems that Hoover, at the very least, uh, believed Oswald was guilty. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, you know, that just scratches the surface of the conspiracy there. Well, you got to also remember, too, if, if they had real evidence that the Soviets had anything to do with it, would they want that to get out? You know, that'd be egg yeah. on the, that'd be egg on the face of the United States in general that they allowed the Soviet Union to kill one of their president, basically. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So that, that, that could be what it is exactly. You know what I mean? Maybe it's not that much of a conspiracy, but it, it does make sense. Now, here's another thing that comes on here. Well, you have to keep in mind, if you believe in the conspiracy, you believe the FBI, CIA, mob, anybody could have been in on the assassination. So these documents, you know, they're not going to show... They wouldn't really show anything in paper about them. Uh, no. All it can really show is just window dressing of what maybe they could be thinking at the time. Yeah. And it would make sense that Hoover would think he was guilty. Um, or wanting him to be guilty. Yeah. And there's another dot. There's another thing in there saying an alleged Cuban intel officer, no name given, or, or this is what you would call an anonymous source. 1967 quoted one man saying Oswald must have been a good shot. Oh, he was quite good. Asked why he said that, the Cuban officer said, I knew him. And that's all that is in that document. Not much there. Okay. So he was involved in... Well, that was one of the things with him, that he um, that he was like playing both sides kind of thing with the whole Cuban thing. That like he was handing out these pamphlets about uh, pro-communism, and then he was also friends with people that were yeah. against um, whatchamacallit too. So he could be very right. well be a spy type individual as well. Yeah. Here's the next thing a CNN has. Soviet said killing was an organized conspiracy. Now, FBI Director Hoover forwarded a memo to the White House shortly after his death. Top secret memo that, according to him, the officials of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union believed there was a well-organized conspiracy on the part of the ultra-right in the United States. Fascism uh, to effect a coup. So the Communist Party in Soviet in the Soviet Union believed it was in a conspiracy. That's interesting. That is interesting. And the last thing they have is the CIA intercepted a call from Oswald to the KGB. So the memo, CIA memo from the day of the assassination outlined a CIA intercept of a call from Oswald, who was in Mexico City at the time, called the Russian embassy and spoke to a KGB officer. Now this could be believed to be Oswald's visit was to get help with a passport because he did go to Russia at some point. Yes. And then they allowed so, him back in the country as well. So again, there's just sort of uh, some interesting things here. No no bombshells. 
Um, um, do, why don't you uh, read that Lyndon B. Johnson quote? I thought that was pretty good. Yeah, uh, there is something about Lyndon B. Johnson in here, which is very interesting. Um, see if I can find it. And there was also some stuff about Martin Luther King. I don't know if you want to get into that as well. I heard about this today. That's <laughs> um, oh, also in that memo about the, the Soviet Communist Party, the Hoover also pointed to the Kremlin suspicions that Johnson was behind the assassination. Mm. So the Soviets believed it went deep. So maybe that's where the conspiracy started. Probably. Yeah, the early days of Russian hacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, they said the KGB was better than the CIA in the heyday. That's what some people say. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't know. I mean, I think the CIA is pretty damn good, too. Well, what I read is that Lyndon B. Johnson basically used to, uh, a guy close to Lyndon B. Johnson used to say that uh, the president thought that Kennedy died because he organized the coup of the South Vietnam uh, president, because that did happen under his watch. Correct. So that was kind of strange that Lyndon, Bean John Lyndon Baines Johnson would be talking about the reason why Kennedy killed is because he took out the president of uh, southern Vietnam hmm. at the time. Very interesting. So yeah, yeah that's that. And um, you know, it's just sort of, I mean, we could talk about this for hours. I'm not going to get into it. People that aren't interested in this stuff are probably already bored with it, but oh, here we go. Yeah, former CIA director thought that LBJ um, former CIA director LBJ thought Kennedy assassination was payback for the assassination of the Vietnam president President Johnson used to go around in quotes saying that the reason President Kennedy was assassinated was that he assassinated President Diem interesting that's interesting well again no bombshells but a lot of you know if you love history and love this kind of stuff yeah you know, it brings it up all all again. What a time to be alive back then. Oh, it must have been insane. Communism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Russians, Cuba, you know, CIA. And you got to, like, the CIA was, uh, wasn't was around that long, too. At that point, I believe they were started in the 40s. Yes, after World War Two. Yeah, something like that. Something like that, I think um, so. Have you ever seen the mo movie The Good Shepherd with Matt Damon? Not really a good movie, but I remember in that movie, uh, nothing Matt Damon does is any good. Oh, you know what we could talk about? I'll just saw some. Um, yeah, they talk about the it's about the beginning of the CIA. Um, I believe Robert De Niro was in a wheelchair in that movie, if I remember correctly. It wasn't a good movie. It's irrelevant. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, you know, so the CIA became powerful. You remember Eisenhower gave that famous speech about the military-industrial complex. complex. Correct. Yep. And um, so, if you do believe in the conspiracy that FBI, CIA, anybody behind the scenes would have pulled this off, obviously they're not going to have documents any smoking guns. Yeah. And um, so. And, and with, with especially with J. Edgar Hoover, I mean, I've seen Edgar, and I'm pretty sure that movie's pretty accurate because right. a lot of his files are still missing. They don't know what he did with them. And the only ones that we do have oh. are the ones that were misfiled. Yeah. From his secret collection and stuff, all the stuff he had on everybody. Well, I thought what was interesting about it is what they say that uh, Oswald had all these Soviet connections, but the Soviets you know, didn't seem to have any information. Yeah, they seemed to be surprised about it and thought it was a conspiracy on the U.S. government's part. Yeah. So 
again, could it be possible that Oswald just did it himself? Yeah. Um, not very likely, if you really look into it. Uh, there's just too many things going on at the time. Yeah. And uh, it remains one of the most uh, unsolved mysteries of our age. <laughs> update! <laughs> I mean, update... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we could, we could maybe do a spin-off episode sometime about it. I could talk about it for hours. Obviously, I, know, I don't right. know if you have anything else you want to say about it, but I, I just think it's really interesting, and I, I don't I don't know if we'll ever know exactly what happened ever. Um, Especially so, now, fifty years later, the only hope we have now that people are die are mostly dead, if there's anything in these documents. Yeah. And so. Yeah, and, and I think I think the real the real meat is going to be what's not released yet because there's obviously a lot of stuff going on because if they said it was national security purposes, it's probably a lot of stuff where they're going into other countries. That's a speculation. And yeah, the, and, it's a long time ago, and, and everybody yeah. knows like it's everybody knows um, the United States has uh, done its fair share of uh, espionage. <laughs> let's say, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can say that. In other countries and stuff um, like that, yeah. Yeah, so I'll tell you what I think. I have to lean towards the idea that it was more than one person just because of the way it went down. If you research it, you look at it. I mean, just watching the Sapruder film itself, you know, back and to the left. Yeah. And I actually watched a, a documentary one time that it took, like, the opposite point of view. It's like, oh, if you got shot in the back of the head, there would be a blowback, and they would go back this way. And, you know, I'm not a... I'm not a fucking scientist. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything. I just see what I see. And uh, if you take all those into account now, whether it was the government, Cuba, I don't know. Yeah. You just don't know. Um, I don't. We'll, I could see we'll never it, find out that part. My my yeah. my my finger would likely point towards the CIA um, in some capacity. Uh, that's where I would lean towards my uh, accusation, and I'm going to say that in a very soft voice. But. Um, <laughs> because they would have the resources and the ability to do it. Yeah. Um, they could use somebody like Oswald to do it. Yeah. And um, if well, you just watch the whole thing, it's just fascinating. Now, let me let me point to something that just happened recently because there's not a lot of information on this event that has just happened not that long ago. And a lot of there's a lot of conspiracy theories going on and a lot of different misleading information. A lot of people saying... There was more than one shooter in this thing, but you know the Las Vegas shooting. I don't, we never mentioned it on the show, but terrible, right. terrible incident. And and I, my thoughts and prayers. Well, there's not people. much to say about it, you know. What are you well, that's do? that's that's the weirdest thing. We don't know anything about this guy at all. We don't know about know much about like the shooting and what happened exactly. The time frames are all weird, and and they're just well. Again, when something like this happens. You know, the question is why. Nobody knows why. It's hard to fathom. So yes, you're going right. to get conspiracies coming out of it. That's, I don't buy into it, any of it. Well, I'm not saying I buy into it either, but I, that's 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 my point exactly. You know, yeah, so, so you it, think it leads, maybe... It leads credence to conspiracies because no one knows why. Yeah. You know, and people right. are like, there's got to be a reason why. There's got to be a reason why. And when they don't get the reason why, you know, people start jumping to conclusions yep. and trying to figure out the reason why, you know. so And then the heat, the heat of the moment, sometimes the truth gets altered just on by accident. Correct. You know, um, I know there was something going on with the security guards. Timeline was screwed up there. Yep. And, and if I remember correctly, our, with the Las Vegas correct. shooting. Correct. And our good friend Tony yeah. Merkel did an episode on his show about this. And he interviewed some people that were in the crowd, actually. And they had claims that there was more than one gun going off and it was and yeah. all this other stuff so i, I don't know i don't know exactly exactly i don't know 
How could you tell? And the guy had multiple weapons, and the Correct. echoes coming off the other buildings. Correct. Uh, he was shooting automatic weapons. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if any, uh, you know, I don't want to say people are lying. I don't want to, I don't know. I didn't even do any research about that. Yeah, neither have I. I'm just, you know, but, um, bringing it up. I'm sure if you want to know about that, Tony covered it yeah, extensively yeah. on his episode, The yeah. uh, Confessionals. Check it out. Um, it's pretty interesting if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's one of the, it's what it is, I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and maybe maybe sometimes the truth is the truth. Maybe Oswald was the only guy that did it. Yeah. And there's just no explanation of why because he was shot two days later by another nut. Yeah. And, you know, that is that is what it is. And everything else is just, you know, just stuff that just feeds into it. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that, that I would say about that is his brother did get killed five years later by another nut who says he doesn't remember the assassination. And that's another topic for another time. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, so <laughs> the, the strands go deeper. Sixties were a the sixties were, uh, were a crazy time. Speaking of uh, somebody else who got assassinated, did we touch it on the subject of Martin Luther King's um, document that was kind of slid into the uh, JFK files? Did you hear about this? I had not heard about it. We talked about it off air, and I have heard these stories before. They were just never confirmed. They were like rumors that you know. So BBC News had this about a, a couple hours ago. There was a secret FBI dossier on civil rights leader Martin Luther King. And uh, anybody that's seen, there was a great movie called LBJ. No, not LBJ. All the Way on HBO that was done by Brian Cranston, which was a uh, great movie. Uh, it it kind of picks up right when uh, Kennedy gets shot and kind of goes through his first couple years as president when he was doing the whole civil rights thing. And in that movie, they do kind of show how Hoover was going after Luther King, he didn't trust him, thought he was a communist, even sent him a really hateful letter saying he should kill himself. Not addressed from Hoover, from you know, an anonymous person. Yeah. But they have a document in here that has all these accusations about Martin Luther King, and here, here he goes. Uh, the, the FBI alleged, or is it the FBI? Yeah, it was an FBI task, task force. Okay, let's hear it. Um, no, I'm reading that wrong. Sorry. It's just, it's just an FBI dossier. So the, they alleged that Martin Luther King had a mistress in California with whom he fathered a child. And the child is of someone who is very responsible, a Los Angeles individual, in a position to know, whatever that means. All right. They also say Dr. King was surrounded by advisors with strong links to the Communist Party. Yeah. His statements were always subject to approval by the alleged communist sympathizers. Um, now, he was a secret supporter of communism, a wholehearted Marxist, this document says. Mm. <laughs> so, like I said, they really thought he was a left-wing nut. Um, yeah, which is so interesting because I, 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 that's that's all new information to me. The infidelities and stuff I have, all right, well, here, here we go. I have heard so before. The, all right, the next one is his organization, the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, set up a tax dodge to raise funds for activities. Oh, and then the last part is just, uh, you know, nothing major. And like that, um, Dr. King took part in drunken sex orgies <laughs> and coerced young women to participate. Oh, God. This is so horrible. It is. Oh, and the last so one is horrible. he had affairs. They said that he had affairs with at least four women, including folk singer Joan Baez. hey Man, the 60s were just must have been a crazy time for that, huh? Yeah. It's you're not like, a real communist unless you sleep with Joan Baez. You're not a real political figure unless you're sleeping with <laughs> somebody famous, apparently. 
Oh, man. I, I think this is... Uh, and they also called him a slow thinker with abnormal sexual preferences. Now, is this a, just a smear campaign by Hoover, or do you think there's some validity right. to these... Oh, man. It, it's it's hard to say. The infel- infidelity stuff, I think, is... I've heard before, so I do believe a lot of that stuff, you know? Maybe it's not as crazy as what is in this document. Maybe it is. But um, it's, I think it's quite obvious that Hoover didn't like him, so... Um, I don't know if Hoover was racist. I don't know any information on that. I, he didn't seem racist in the movie that they had made about him. but Yeah, but it is a movie. But it is uh, a movie, so that may not necessarily be true. So I, I don't know, but um, the infidelity stuff for sure. The the whole communist stuff, that's kind of out of left field. I didn't I didn't know anything yeah, about that. See, I kind of look at that as like, like I said, that was in the 60s, uh, like right I, after the, you know, that was when the Cold War was at its peak. Yeah, so I don't know how much I buy into that. Is it true or not? I don't know. I mean, Hoover seems seem to know a lot of stuff, so... Um, and I know Hoover didn't like him, obviously, if he told him to go kill himself, so that's pretty insane. Right. I don't know what to make out of it at all. I mean, I think Martin Luther King did did a lot of great things for civil rights and everything, and, and I think all that stuff's great, but, you know, it just goes to show you, not everyone, obviously, <laughs> everyone's got their flaws, and some people more than others, it seems. Well, this, this seems to allege that he was just a figurehead that was placed... In, in front of the movement um, right. that he wasn't all you know inspiring. how can anyone yeah how can anyone be all inspiring yeah and uh, not flawed yeah. you know obviously everybody has flaws but this kind of says he was kind of a sex addict yeah um Oof. well yeah if that's if that's a like a creed from the office says if it's uh if that's flashing lock me up <laughs> You had some unique tastes, uh, you know. I don't, I don't know what to say about it, you know. Yeah. So that is what the document says. Again, I'm not endorsing it or saying it's true, but that's what it said. Um. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on there. What was I going to talk about? I just said. Uh, yeah, you had thought of something. I did. Well, let's go take a break. I'm gonna see if I think of it, and we'll close out the show with uh, one more segment. How about that? Sounds good to me. All right, we're getting deep in conspiracies here. Tony Merkel will be proud. Very uh, we'll, be, we'll be right back with the uh, Shielding Dealing Podcast. Stay tuned. Hello, this is Phil, and I'm here with Russell Blade. Now, Russell, for those of people who don't know out there, You've had great workout programs in the past, but you have a brand new workout program that's going to put people over the top. Why don't you tell that's me? right. That's right, Phil. I'm back. They tried to hold me down, bro, but it ain't happening. I got together with Tony Robbins. We came up with the RB88 system. 30 seconds for this commercial, 40 seconds, 50 seconds is all it takes to get your body and life back on track. Say ah! Ah! So, Russell... What can you eat on this workout program? Oh, what can you eat? What can't you eat, Phil? That's the thing with my program. You can eat anything you want. Dairy, protein, chocolate, green, bran, raisin bran, anything you want. Listen, I got to tell you right now. I've been to a lot of places. I've been all the way to the bottom in life. I've been in crack houses. I've been in halfway houses. I've been in bath houses. I've been in royal palaces. But you know what? All that's in the past. It's time to think about the future. I went to a Tony Robbins event last month. Tom Brady was speaking. He spoke right to my heart. Right to my heart. And now I'm jacked to the gills, ready to get back for you. We don't have much time. All you gotta say is RB88. Google it. Look it up. We can do it. Say ah! 
You want to know what's in this workout program? All you got to do is give me $9.98 a month. Not $9.99, $9.98. When you're using your own body's resistance, you shred. You shred off that dead, that dead drug weight, as I like to call it, my experience. You shred it all. Get the videos, get the tapes, and you'll get your very own side yoga man from Russell Blades himself. I'm back. Say ah. Welcome back to the third and final segment of Schneeling and Dealing. I'm here with Alex in the midnight hour of the show. And Al, you had brought something up that you wanted to talk about. Why don't you tell everybody what that was? Let's talk about sexual assault. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently all of Hollywood is sexual assaulting everybody. uh, When we were talking about Matt, I was talking about Matt Damon a little bit there uh, during the last segment. And uh, I thought about Matt Damon... um, Ben Affleck and all those guys associated with Harvey Weinstein and that creep. Um, wow, what a time to be alive. Let's just get all the creeps out to the forefront. I guess it was just recently this week, uh, Kevin Spacey came out as gay. Did you hear that big news? Yeah, yeah. and also I guess someone else came out and said that they uh, tried to uh, proposition them for sex at the age of 14 or something, was it? Yeah, something like that. You can look it up online if you haven't heard it already. Yeah. The first domino was Harvey Weinstein. Anybody knows Harvey Weinstein? Um, well, they do now. Weinstein Company. Uh, big, 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 big Hollywood studio. And uh, you know that old, that old, uh, those old stories about the Hollywood executives soliciting sex to get a movie role. Well, it was happening all the way up until about, uh, <laughs> I guess, a, couple, a month ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, how disturbing is that, and uh, does it make sense from a, you know, like, again, human beings and what they do and what they're willing to do when money's involved? Um, I don't know. I, I, it makes me feel really uh, shitty when I hear things like this. Uh, you always kind of, like, think about, you think about guys or males um, using their power to to get women to do things for them and put them in uncomfortable positions. Yep, and uh, and it's and where where, you know, where it's where, not surprising. It's not no. surprising, unfortunately. No, wear, wear your bathrobe oh. and watch them shower. You know that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, all that stuff is just kind of weird, but. Oh yeah, well, you know, did you um speaking of uh, this whole thing, you know, because every day it seems like another Hollywood person is getting outed for whatever. Um, did you see uh, Corey Feldman outed? out at somebody for sexually assaulting him when he was a kid. Yeah, I, I keep seeing Corey Feldman and it disturbs me because this does not look well. No, well, did you, um... Yeah, so apparently, I don't know if you've seen this clip too, but a long time ago, he went on Barbara Walters' show back when she was around. Right. And he had claimed that all these, there was people in Hollywood that were uh, pedophiles and they were molesting kids and he himself was molested and she basically, mm-hmm. like, told him he was destroying in an industry and he should shut up, basically. And then yeah. she, and she didn't believe him and and now that he's come out and he's outed some guy, I don't even know who the fuck he is, some loser. He's like 90 years old now or whatever. Some, mm-hmm. some Hollywood guy, I don't know who he is. But um, 
I just feel bad for him because you know because he he obviously has some mental issues and it, and it makes sense that he does based on what he went through you know and, I, and for a lot of years a lot of people made fun of him and said he was crazy and and all that yeah. stuff and and I can understand not believing him when he says stuff because you know it's Corey Feldman you know he did a lot of drugs and he's you know hard part- enough to be a Hollywood child actor without the sexual so I'll throw Correct. that on top. Correct, you know. Um, yeah, it makes me feel bad for the guy, and I've always, I've always yeah. liked him, and always liked his movies, and and uh, you know, I just feel real bad about it. Yeah, him. if you look at history, you look at society. You know, these things are always on the underbelly; they're always going to be there. Unfortunately, um, I don't know why. I don't know why people do the things they do. Um, you know, going back to Harvey Weinstein, you know, the guy's just a creep, a uh, fat slob who uh, probably couldn't get laid if he tried. Yeah. On his own volition, got money, got power, uh, got in an industry with a lot of beautiful women, and uh, you know did his thing. Yeah, and took advantage. But of you know, the other side of that coin, though, is there's <clears throat> you know, I heard somebody say this the other day. It's like there's probably for all the women that said no, there's probably a lot of women that said yes um, to his advances. So I mean, how does that make you feel? So it's just a you know, you know, in a lot of ways, as beautiful as life is, is it's very dirty, and just very—I don't know—hard to really put yourself in uh, other people's shoes when you haven't gone through situations like this. I've never been uh, hit on like that. You know, I've had my ass grabbed a couple times, but you know, it wasn't a big deal to me. Um. <laughs> That's actually happened to me as well. Yeah, a you know, of I think everyone gets their ass grabbed at least once. Um, so I've never been hit on. Like you know, I could see how. Now, my whole question is, what happens next now? All these things come out. You know, the whole feminist movement, the whole movement about respecting women and stuff. You know, what happens now? You know, where, where is the line now? You know, um, I'm not saying that, be, that I was con- I'm condoning sexual, you know, inappropriate sexual advances. But what kind of happens now where it's like where guys in the workplace especially, you know, going to really have to watch what they say and do if they haven't already. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because of an asshole like this. Yeah, yeah. Takes it a step farther. Who does, you know, and creates this uh, this uh, environment in the society we live in. Where now, you know, which I do believe women should come forward when they feel sexually harassed. Absolutely, I believe they've been getting harassed for all of human human existence. You know, but yeah, um, absolutely. What happens now? You know, um, in Hollywood, who knows? Who knows what they'll do? You know, yeah. till the next guy comes out. But just think about in the workplace in general, offices and stuff like that, where this stuff like this has probably been happening for for years and years and years. You know, yeah. will something like this ever get? Could you stop something like this from ever ever happening again? Oh man, yeah. that's my question. Yeah, well, I know I don't I don't think you ever get it. It's never going to be a perfect world. So that I mean, there's always going to be crime, no matter what the crimes are. Yeah, you know, I mean, you, you could. The best thing you could do is just generate awareness for it and how you should and should not act and and try to teach children at a very young age to be that way. And I think a lot of people do. So, you know, that's that's the best you that's the best you can do. You know, and then yeah. pro- prosecute people that you know rape other people and all that kind of stuff as well. You know. Yeah, it takes brave people to come forward too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and like I said, I yeah, I'm not a woman. I don't understand. Uh, you know, I've never, never been hit on in that sort of way, ever. Yeah. So I'll yeah. never be able to understand it. All I can do is just be, uh, be as respectful as I can. 
I've always kind of towed the line of the, you know, I never wanted to be seen as a creep. I've never wanted to be, you know, looked at it, God, God, he's hitting on me. That guy's such a creep. So I kind of take it the other way. Um, so, you know, I'm not too worried about things I might say or do that. But, I mean, it's yeah, it certainly makes you think about the dynamics between men and women over the course of history and how they're changing and how um, it's probably a good thing. Probably, I mean, it is a good thing that, uh, you know, this stuff gets put out in the forefront so you can stop creeps from like, like that from having positions of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, absolutely. You know. Yeah, and a lot has changed. I mean, just just like we were talking about earlier, look at the 60s and all kinds of that. You think if any, yeah. all, any of this stuff happened in the 60s, it never would have been addressed. We, we wouldn't, there, I'm sure there was a lot of this stuff happening in Hollywood way back when, too. Yeah. We just never heard about it. Let's look at some old movies. It's like a lot of movies that just uh, glorify, you know, like hitting women and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, treating women like objects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, which I'm not going to get into all that debate. That's some murky water there. I mean, at any point in any, any young man's world, any man's world, you do look at women in a certain way. <laughs> as an object in some ways that's not really going to change um, but you can change how you how you treat them um, as far as you know being respectful about your feelings towards women if you think she's attractive yeah exactly you know yep yeah. yep just treat everybody uh, uh, with respect so in the end all. don't be a creep yeah <laughs> Don't call women up to your room late at night in your bathrobe and ask them to take showers with you. No, don't do that. You know, just do the Martin Luther King route. Just get a drunken sex orgy together, pay them well, and uh, you won't have to worry about anything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I just thought it's been a, an interesting uh, month for that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, we didn't even really touch on Kevin Spacey too much. Good lord. I heard House of Cards might be canceled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I heard that they were yeah. going to be done anyway. Yeah. So, well, I was done with that show after the last season. I I never watched any oh. of it, so. It's good. It's dark. It's dark. Um, it makes you feel like grimy watching, you know, backdoor politics and stuff. But it, no, it was a good show. But uh, yeah, I think in the final analysis, we can say that conspiracy theories will always be there. Creeps are always going to be out and about. Stalkers are always going to be out and about. Yeah. You know, treat everybody with respect. Treat everybody well, especially women. Yep. And, um, yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I totally agree. You know, just be nice. To, just be nicer to people. <laughs> let's try being nice. A lot of people are mean these days. Yeah. Let's... And I fall victim to it. You know, I, I haven't been the nicest. But, but uh, you know, let's love one another in a non-sexual way. Right. Um, unless they're the people that you appropriate. are. Yep. Yep. And help if one you another, want a woman kind. to, let's say if you have a weird thing where you want a woman to, you know, wash your back or look at you in a bathrobe, ask her nicely. Yeah. If she says no, okay. Drop that's it. Okay. Yeah. Drop it. Don't. Don't, don't tell her she's not gonna get the movie role. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell her she'll never work in Hollywood again. I mean, right. Just. Uh, that's unnecessary. Leave it. Leave it where it is. Yep. You know, find a nice woman who will say yes to that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, one thing I do want to bring yeah, up uh, ever, ever since the he Weinstein stuff c came out, yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that are, are doing a lot of me tooing, 
And what I mean yeah. by they like, uh, oh, me too, me too, me too. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's what I was kind of bringing up earlier. I didn't really know how to put it. Like, you know, what like what happens now as far as, you know, where's the line? Like, you know, are we going to, you know, can we, do we just have to be careful what we say around every situation now? Do we just keep going as normal? Yeah. Because his situation was just so outlandish, you know. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Jon Snow now. I, I, I know me nothing. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Um, yeah, I don't uh, know. Yeah. Life just continues to roll on, and the Schneeling and Dealing podcast will be there to uh, observe it all and have our thoughts and comments on everything from conspiracies to uh, to lawsuits to, uh, to hashtag me too. To me too. Yeah. What do we got going on next week on the show? Um, next week on the show, uh, we're hopeful to have Michael the Mog Vicario back in action for his very first solo episode with us. So yeah. Um, as always, it's going to be great to have Mike on. Um, you know, Mike's always, uh, he's the Mog, so, you know, he brings his own Absolutely. entertainment, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll, it'll be a great episode. Be sure to check out episode five. It just came out. Well, actually, it's been out if you listen to this right now, but uh, make sure you check that out. It was Sarah and, uh, Sarah and Nicole on that episode. It was a fantastic episode. I know the Halloween episode's hard to live up to, but that episode really rocked it. Um, really good stuff, really good content, really good stuff in there, so be sure to check that out. Yep. Riding solo, this episode will probably get the ratings drop as soon as we go into the JFK files, but hey, what can I say? It's what we like to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, be sure to follow us on Facebook, at Schneeling, and on Twitter, at Schneeling. That's S-N-E-A-L-I-N-G, Schneeling. Uh, go to our website, CanadianDutchBoys.com, to see all of our content on there. We've got some Schneel letters coming up. Be sure to check those out. I'm going to try to convince Matias to write a UFC article every now and again. So if you're a UFC fan, check out our website. Check those out. If you're a fan of wrestle wrestling or WrestleFest in general, go to our website. That's where you can find all those videos and links to all of our social media accounts. Um, also, a friendly reminder, be sure to rate us on Facebook and the podcast on iTunes as well. Uh, there was one other thing I wanted to mention. I have something to mention. Okay, go ahead. So when this episode comes out, this will be uh, November 11th? Correct. All right, November 11th. On November 13th, Monday, my first new letter will be published on the website. Very cool. I give so, myself a deadline. I love it. So I have to write it. You definitely have to write it because this episode will go up, and if it's not, you're going to be scrambling. Mm-hmm. So, so be right. sure to check that out. It'll be a couple days after this episode comes out as well. Um, also, we're going to be doing a new feature on the show. You've, you've actually already heard it. If you're listening to this episode, it's going to be voicemails. Some of the people that come on our show have been leaving us voicemails, so we're going to be playing those every single week. If you want to send us a voicemail, send us an audio clip of you asking us a question, whatever. We can answer those questions. Kind of a mailbag type thing or comments or voice whatever. Voicemail bag. Yeah, voicemail bag. So send us an audio clip of uh, whatever questions you might have, comments, whatever, and we'll play them on the show. Much appreciated. Thank you for listening. This has been episode six of Schneeling and Dealing. Schneel back. Schneel back. Schneel back. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country.
what's right.